they're having light bulb moments all the way through the color accounting class because we're giving them access to stuff they didn't have access to before. Welcome to Change Your Mindset Podcast, where it's all about believing in and executing on different and innovative ways to strengthen both your leadership and communication skills to help increase your success, and especially in today's disruptive business environment. One of the most effective ways of building stronger leadership and communication skills is by embracing the principles of improvisation. (laughs) Yes, that's right, improv. Your host, Peter Margaritas, is an improv virtuoso. He's also a certified speaking professional and a CPA, also known as the Accidental Accountant. Each episode of Change Your Mindset is designed to bring you different and innovative ideas, thoughts, and behavioral changes on a variety of differing topics, with the sole purpose of strengthening your critical soft skills. We may call them soft skills, but they are the hardest to master. And when we do, greater success and growth is the result. So jump in and start changing your mindset now. Let's start the show. Have you ever taken an accounting course for non-accountants and left the workshop even more confused? Would you agree with this statement? Accounting has an image problem. Suppose you're a non-accountant manager attending a meeting and the discussion turns away from operational into financial. Are you participating in the financial discussion or just witnessing the discussion? For those of you who are witnessing the financial discussion, would you be interested in learning the fundamentals of accounting and finance in a way that does not get bogged down in complexity and focuses on simplicity? Today, my guest is Adam Wilkinson, sales partner and corporate educator with WealthVox, powered by Color Accounting. WealthVox is a social enterprise with a dual social impact and commercial motive. They advocate accounting as a fundamental form of literacy, like reading, writing, and arithmetic. Accounting literacy has the power to improve lives, corporations, nonprofit organizations, and governments. WealthVox's why is to exist to awaken people to live lives of abundance. Their mission is that people are empowered to make wise decisions, collaborate effectively, and amplify value. A financially conscious world. WealthFox is a publishing company and workplace and an education provider. Adam is a chartered accountant and professional development trainer who leads unique and engaging workshops in accounting and financial literacy for a wide range of clients, including music companies, media businesses, law firms, publishers, and manufacturers. Adam loves helping people realize how simple accounting can be. His interactive workshops explain the fundamentals of accounting so that people can understand their businesses better. During our discussion, you'll hear us discuss that accounting has an image problem because it's been taught using technical, abstract, and non-intuitive methods for over hundreds of years. It has been taught as if everyone taking the course is going to be an accountant. This teaching method is the wrong approach. We don't need any more accountants. 
We need decision makers understanding the accounting and finance fundamentals to empower their decisions to have a positive impact on the organization's bottom line, no matter the size of their business. This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business. This episode is sponsored by Peter A. Margaritas, LLC, also known as The Accidental Accountant. Are you looking for a speaker that can bring powerful content, virtually or in person or on-site, that is memorable and engaging in a way that motivates and inspires your audience? Instead of data dumping and numbing with numbers, imagine your people and teams delivering a financial story to your stakeholders, a story that creates engaging and relationship-building business conversations. Would you be interested in learning more about how that is accomplished? How would you feel if the value your facilitator provided your organization far exceeded the dollar amount on their invoice? Peter Margaritas, CPA and Certified Speaking Professional, delivers all of the above and much, much more. All of Peter's programs can be done virtually, in-person and on-site at your location, or at an off-site venue. Send Peter a note at peter at petermargaritas.com and or visit his website at www.petermargaritas.com to learn more about what Peter can bring to your next conference, management retreat, or workshop. Now let's get to the interview with Adam Wilkinson. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Man, I've got I've I've been looking forward to this interview. I've, I've met this gentleman before, Adam Wilkinson. He's out of the UK and he is one of the top salespeople at Color Accounting, to which you all know that I am part of this family of Color Accounting and been part of it really since January. And able to able to find time in his busy schedule to have this conversation about this wonderful accounting and finance fundamentals course that will change everyone's life, especially if you're not an accountant. So one, Adam, thank you so very much for spending time with me today. Peter, my total pleasure. It's great to be here and uh, to see you again. And yeah, don't don't hold the fact that I'm from the UK against me. Oh, heck no. I'm, I'm kind of just except for the fact that we that you are in the middle of a lockdown and hopefully that lockdown ends soon enough and you can get back to a, someone of a normal life. Absolutely. We all need some kind of normality to return sooner rather than later, I think. So, uh, yeah, hopefully there's more and more good news on the horizon in that respect. Yes, I hope so, too. So can you give me a little bit about your background? Because you actually go out and facilitate the color accounting course with companies, with firms, with whomever. So you've got an accounting background. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. and. If someone had told me at careers advice at school or university that I should have ended up teaching accounting, I think I'd have run a country mile, right? So that's (laughs) absolutely not where I thought or expected I I would be, right? So in that respect, I'm a bit of an accidental accountant um, like yourself. Uh, I I always wanted to be in the music business, right? That was my... Really? Yeah, yeah. That was my... (laughs) That was my start. So as a as a, an economics undergraduate, St. Andrews University, golf mad, playing loads of golf up there, trying to get into the music business because I was I played guitar, I DJed, I wrote for the student magazine and stuff. 
I got rejected from all the music companies. So I thought, right, how am I going to do this? I thought, I'll go and get an accounting qualification. Let's become a financial expert and go in the side door. So rather than being um, in the marketing or A&R bit of the music world, I was like, okay, I'll go and be in the finance world. And, and that's what I did, qualified as an accountant, worked at EMI for eight years after qualifying. So that was uh, owned Capital Records in the US, Virgin Records, um, EMI, Chrysalis, um, and so on here in the UK, Parlophone. Um, worked there for eight years, loved it. But then the company was taken private, and I was part of that deal to sell the company. So we, we, we delisted it. It got sold into private equity. I was then finance director of a few different companies in the media space and the tech space here in the UK and across Europe, and just reached a point where I, I felt, I think, saturated with that role. I wanted to, always wanted to be a finance director, but then getting there, I just, it didn't feel like it was the right thing for me. I wasn't fulfilled. I wasn't living the life I wanted to. And very much by chance at that point in time, I met Peter Frampton, the founder of Color Accounting. Just thought, heck, this is interesting and, and, and just jumped ship. And that was in 2013? Yeah, two, 2013. Exactly. 2013. Exactly. And you've been, I, I like the fact you said you never thought you'd be teaching accounting. And I, la I was laughing to myself because I had that same thing. <laughs> I never in the my wildest dreams ever thought I would really enjoy teaching the foreign language of accounting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just, it was completely anomalous to who I was when I was deciding on those career steps and where I wanted to be and what I wanted to do. But when I realized I wanted to change from doing the accounting, heck, by that point, you've got almost 15 years experience of accounting. So it's very difficult to change wholeheartedly to something else. So I had to use my skills and knowledge and experience in a in a new and different way, and and color accounting is perfect for that. You definitely have a passion for teaching accounting and teaching it so non-accountants can have a better understanding. Correct? Yeah, exactly right. That's our, you know, our, it's a very broad umbrella, and we don't particularly like it. But it's finance for non-finance managers in in that sense, right? In one way, there's many ways color accounting can be used and applied. But that's our our, our finance and accounting fundamentals course is designed to teach everyone who doesn't understand accounting how it works. Because when they understand accounting, they can understand finance, they can understand numbers, and they can understand their business. So, yes, giving those non-accountants a chance. So those non-accountants who are in my audience right now who have just, their eyes are about half shut. They go, wait a minute, this guy's talking about accounting, teaching accounting. And, and we know the stereotype, the stigma about, oh, I got to go to an accounting course. I'd rather have a tooth pulled without Novocaine. What is it about color accounting that it's not that? It's the complete opposite of that because the way color accounting is taught it's not taught the way it's taught at the university. Yeah, completely. And that's the most important thing about color accounting is that problem that people, as soon as you start talking about accounting, they do switch off. They do. Everyone thinks accounting is terribly dull and tedious. It's got an image problem, right? Accounting totally has an, an, an image problem. Part of that, the reason why people give up or switch off with accounting is that the way it has been taught always and traditionally is technical and abstract and non-intuitive, 
right? And it's been taught that way for hundreds of years. And people are confronted with jargon, confronted with complexity that feels beyond them. And so people switch off. And the reason and the way that color accounting is the complete opposite of that is because we make it visual, right? There's, there's no T-account in sight. There's no debits or credits or all of this stuff that is just a, 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 an incomprehensible wall for people. And by making it visual, we've quite literally distilled accounting down to its simplest elements. And we can therefore make people just break through and understand this stuff in a really simple and easy way so that they feel like they can get it, so that they do get it, and so that they finally grasp stuff that's always been beyond them. I still remember uh, March of last year when I was sitting through the demonstration. Uh, Craig was there uh, and uh, Mark was there. And as they st- I, at one point, I was bouncing up and down on my chair. There's like 20 people in the room, and I'm just sitting there going, and I think Mark stopped it. Are, are you okay? <laughs> and I went, I taught accounting. I know how I tried to make it fun, but this is the secret sauce for people to get it that I've been searching for. It's like I found the Holy Grail in, in teaching accounting when I was introduced to the color accounting system. That is literally it. I love it. Secret sauce and the Holy Grail. It's a huge breakthrough in giving people access to accounting, right? And we're not doing that for them to become accountants, right? It's not about that. It's about them being able to understand financial information. Because every piece of financial information you look at, it has come from the accounts. So to understand it properly, you need to understand how accounting works. Without that, you can be grasping at straws. And, And it's just this ability to give people access to something they didn't see before that is that secret source you're talking about. And I, I feel the same as you. I was jumping up and down and bouncing <laughs> around. It becomes an obsession, right, color accounting. Like, how can something that was so difficult actually be so easy? It, it took me a while to believe that it was right because it's so easy. So you're suddenly like, why is it this not been done before? And, and that's how it feels. I had a client last week. Was it last? Yeah, I think it was last week. And someone, I sent it in. Anybody got any questions? And I'm expecting something technical about receivables or accruals maybe and he said yeah why why isn't everybody taught this and that to me is it in a nutshell and he didn't just mean at his farm he means everywhere everywhere out there people need to have this understanding of how finance works and color accounting does that absolutely and it is a global organization uh, literally around the globe and, and this passion, you know, it, it's, it is. How do we get past that stigma? How do we get, people have to just, I would just say, trust us to provide that experience that we're so passionate about in a non-academic technical way. Uh, one gentleman I'm talking with here in Columbus, he said he and uh, one of the other senior managers Senior executives went to uh, accounting for non-accountants class, and it was taught in a technical way. But he said they got out of there and they said our balance sheet and income statement don't quite look like that internally, which got them all confused and stuff. And, and, and asked me, 
how do you how would you address that? And I said, well, I'd want to know what yours look like. I'll sign a confidentiality agreement, but until I can see how you classify and put things together, then with that knowledge in the color accounting system, I can address it. Yeah, totally. And part of the beauty and the power of what color accounting does is it doesn't get bogged down in the complexity. It, it's focused on the simplicity, right? So the, the five-box framework that, that, that we know, Peter, the basis mm-hmm. framework, which shows us the balance sheet and the income statement and is the basis of all accounting, right? That's the core of RIP, that basis framework. And it gets to the crux of what accountants are doing. It cuts through all of the idiosyncrasies and the regional differences and the local reporting. One company does it one way, another company might do it another way. It cuts through all of that to get to the fundamentals that lie at the very heart of what everybody is doing. So whoever you're talking to, whoever you're teaching, you're having the right conversation. Whereas so many other finance courses out there start in in the specifics and they start in the detail. And and that's going to be wrong for the audience because it's not necessarily the stuff they need to know or the way that they see things. And color accounting just completely removes that problem from the equation by coming at accounting from such a completely different angle that that it fixes that problem. So this just dawned on me, uh, listening to you. I'm sitting there going, uh, that one uh, client said, why is this for everybody? I'll even take it further. Why isn't, why aren't even CPAs, CAs, understanding the color accounting methods so they can communicate the financials to their client in a simplistic way versus the accounting jargon that they always use? Yeah. They, They should be... Major firms, all all accounting firms should learn this language so they can communicate it to their clients and they still have the technical stuff behind them to do that stuff. But this is another way of communicating to those who don't understand. And and the, the public accountants need it. My new idea is they need it more than anybody. So, totally right. I, I couldn't agree more. Color accounting... As well as being an approach, it is a communication mindset by making you aware of what other people don't understand. Right. right? I did my three years accounting qualification. I came out and I thought, wow, gosh, all these other people already understand accounting. And no, nobody else understands accounting. Right. There's this accountants are brilliant at being accountants. They've been trained to do, they're great doers. That doesn't mean they can teach or train or explain accounting because they haven't been taught or shown how to explain it. And and that's a completely different skill set because you need to build up the knowledge step by step. And that there's two things that's unique about color accounting. There's the visual framework that we've touched on, but there's also the learning pathway that's embedded in our course, right? It starts from a completely different position from other courses and it builds up that knowledge logically and intuitively and that's the thing that so many accountants are missing is this ability to explain accounting simply and powerfully and that's what color accounting brings it's that ability because yeah if accountants can speak to their clients without the clients being lost because they didn't understand what receivables are in the first place then you can have a much better conversation with those clients you can get into more interesting areas because you can push on past the misunderstandings 
So absolutely, there's a huge gap and a huge opportunity for for accounting firms to join us. We've started, right? This journey has started. We've got BDO coming on board. In they're on, already on board in Australia and New Zealand, in Guernsey. Mazars are coming on board in South Africa. Um, we've got a PwC partner in Singapore now. So, so this is starting. This process is starting, and it's going to be so big. Wow! Can you can you give the audience an example of this of this the simplicity of what, what you're talking about? This this path that that we take the audience through, so they do have that better foundation of accounting without being overly technical. Uh, let me try. Let me try the the first hour or hour and a half of the workshop is purely based on understanding what's going on a balance sheet, but also why it's going on a balance sheet. Mm -hmm. Okay. I've been in a presentation at a room full of accountants. I gave them multiple choice and I said to the the crowd, why does a balance sheet balance? 75% came back on the multiple choice as saying, because it has to, right? As in, because we know it does, Mm -hmm. right? Without explaining why it does or why it has to. And color accounting gets to that kind of question because all a balance sheet is doing is explaining the things that you have, your assets, and how you have funded those things that you have, which is through liabilities and equity. And therefore, it has to balance by definition because you're talking about the same number, but just in two different ways. What do you think about your house, Peter? You, you, do you own that house you're in? Uh, me and the bank. Me and the bank, exactly. <laughs> Uh, yeah, was all right. But there's the value of the house. Right. There's the value of the asset, and that's been funded by the kind people at your bank. Plus, you put in a bit of your own money. Right. Right. So that is your asset mm-hmm. of the house is equal to your liability, the mortgage, and your equity in the house. It has to be equal. It can't be different. It's the same by definition. Right. And with color accounting, we use intuitive examples like this on our learning pathway, so that people go. Oh, that's why a balance sheet balances, right? I'd never seen it like that, but now, oh, of course it does, right? And then suddenly you're up and running because there's loads of these little breakthroughs that, I mean, quite literally, it's amazing that within, it, when I was learning, it takes months to start mm-hmm. to get your head around double entry, how it works, tier accounts, credits, debits, what on earth is going where and why. It's just bewildering. But in color accounting, within one day, you get people doing double entry like it's the most natural thing in the world because they've just got these five colorful boxes in front of them. They know they've got to put the number in twice. And, you know, by the afternoon, people are understanding what deferred revenue is because they've got the intuition and the logic behind the accounting to be able to apply to a situation to be able to work out what's going on. And it suddenly makes the whole world of accounting easy. It absolutely does. And the one thing that blew me away was how they how they taught the balance sheet, and you know if if I took uh, you know a, a hundred managers within an organization and say which one do you understand more the balance sheet or the income statement they're going to say the income statement which one is the mo- most you know relevant they're going to say the income income statement okay that and not the way not the way color accounting teaches it I, if down to the simple as it relates to communication as it relates to nouns and verbs yeah very nice exactly and that's a great 
glimpse of the course as well, right? We use new language around these things. Your, your balance sheet is the nouns, the things you own and the amounts you owe. And your income statement is the verbs, the activities you're doing that generate value or use value up. And it all boils down to some of these key elements and characteristics that we teach. Yeah. So people go beyond the complexity and they come through it into a world of simplicity. And I have that exact same response as you when I'm in classes. I'll you put a balance sheet and an income statement in front of them, and they'll usually say two things. They so usually say, I feel a bit lost or overwhelmed and a bit scared by all of this. But if I could say I understand one of them, I understand the income statement. They don't realize that they actually don't understand the income statement. Mm -hmm. It's just the one that they're familiar with and used right. to seeing. But if you then ask people, what's the sound of income? <laughs> they all go, ka-ching. Cash. Yeah. Income is cash, isn't it? There you go. I've got a question right. And they feel good. And, but income isn't cash. Cash is on your balance sheet. Right. Income is the work you do that gives you the cash. And it might not give you the cash. You might get paid 90 days later. Right? Income is value. It's not money. And if you don't understand the balance sheet, you can't understand the income statement properly because right. they're inextricably linked and related to each other. And along those lines, and I, I can still see Mark doing this, and you know, I, I've, I've always known that the purpose of an asset is to generate revenue. But I never was introduced to, in this manner. You know, you, the, the asset has to be expensed in order to generate that revenue. There's this, there's this tearing up of that asset in order to generate that revenue, to generate that profit, to generate that cash back into the balance sheet. And it, it like I said, it's never been explained to me that way. And it's like, ah, yeah, I get it. And yeah. if, you put it, if you're putting an asset on your balance sheet that has nothing to do with the, the overall business, then you shouldn't be doing it. Because that asset's there to be expensed, to generate revenue, to flow back up into equity and have that value circle going. Yeah, exactly. And, and it's that visual approach of color changing that enables that flow that you're talking about there to be expressed so clearly. When people start to look at it, they're like, gosh, it's just one of these five things. And then they can see how it flows and they can... Everything about accounting and the color accounting course is, is to give them this platform of understanding their business, right? Right. You can understand business better when you understand how accounting works. A lot of people don't see that or, or, or know that, but it's absolutely the truth because accounting underpins finance and finance underpins business. They're, 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 they're vertically linked and related and built upon each other. You can be a great business person and not understand the accounting, fine. But you'll be a better business person if you do understand the accounting, because you'll have a better and stronger insight into the business performance. Exactly. And and, and just just that little bit of knowledge initially. And, and I think that once they get that breakthrough, then we can start taking them down the path a little bit further and start having that financial conversation with the stories in the balance, the stories in the financial statement. And we as CPAs are storytellers about the the health and wealth of an organization and then transfer them into, well, you know, we compare numbers, we create these ratios 
because they're trying to tell us the story. Yeah, I, I, I love this, this angle and this approach because it's totally true. The accountants are storytellers. That's what we exist to do, is to tell the story of how a business is performing. We just do it with a lot of sort of accounting jargon, and we do it in a very specific way, right? Accounting feels abstract or difficult to people because accountants do things differently from how people think it's done. But it's not difficult. It's just different from what people expect. And as we as accountants, Peter, like when you've been through all that training, when you've got the exams, you you see the world in a specific way. Mm -hmm. And you see the world in a different way from how everyone else sees it because we understand accrual accounting and all of that other stuff. But nobody else does. And color accounting is like a really fast track journey through that world so that then suddenly you can think and see the world like the accountants see it. And, and you understand these principles that otherwise felt beyond people beforehand. You realize why income isn't cash, what's on the balance sheet. And back to the storyteller thing, color accounting shows people how that story gets put together. When you see how the story gets put together, you can read and understand the story. And that's empowering. Uh, but I have, to t- I have to take a huge step backwards. Back to you know the introduction of color counting in the course. The what what the, the first thing that we 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 talk about we talk about you know we, we're, we're categorizing things. Mm-hmm. But then there's the you know this has been the greatest workshop ever. I'm going to go celebrate. I'm going to go to the grocery store and buy me a pineapple. <laughs> and the shopkeeper says, "I'd be happy to sell you a pineapple." And I said, "No, I want to buy a pineapple. You want to take that one and run at him." <laughs> uh, I, I love it. Language, isn't it? Language is at the heart of it all. There's there's three elements to understanding accounting properly. Understanding the structure, understanding the mechanic, and understanding the language. And the language is the big one that's in the middle of it and at the heart of it all. I the language of accounting is is a sort of a shapeshifter. It's become really tricky and difficult for a number of reasons. And in accounting. Our words mean something different from the normal meaning of the word. Many words can be used to talk about the same thing, but you can also use the same word to talk about different things. And until you understand how language changes depending on perspective, it's very difficult to understand the language of accounting. And that's what you're at there, right? The pineapple example. Right. The shopkeeper is selling you a pineapple. The consumer is buying the pineapple. They use two totally different words for the same transaction. Now, that's an everyday example. We understand that. But that same thing is happening in every financial conversation. You get to start start talking about leverage debts, um, you know, buyouts, and people start talking about the same debt in two different ways and using different terminology to refer to the same thing. You're going to get very confused very quickly unless you understand why that language is changing and what those words truly mean. I I think it was brilliant on their part because how many times when you teach accounting, you teach debits and credits, and they go, that's not how my bank account works. Yeah. Perspective. It's the perspective of the bank, not the perspective of the consumer. And that I, I think... That example of the pineapple and the perspective and was that big breakthrough in helping the audience understand, oh, I'm forgetting about the other side of this, the business aspect. Yeah. 
Yeah. Totally. It's that, oh, I didn't know that thing mm -hmm. that color accounting addresses very naturally by building it all up organically from the very beginning again. Mm -hmm. Right. I know before I'd met color accounting, if someone asked me to explain accounting, I'd been utterly useless at it. Just un in fact, unable, not useless. I'd been unable to do it because I wouldn't have known the things that they needed to know mm -hmm. to build up the logic in the correct way. Right? I just wouldn't have been able to explain accounting properly at all. I'd have been lost. But with color accounting, you've suddenly got this new way of explaining things and conceptualizing things so that everybody can join you and have those breakthroughs and, and, and understand that world. Because I, 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 when I used to teach it at the university, I used to love teaching intro to financial accounting. But if someone got it, the way that, you know, taught it at the university, if they couldn't pass that first exam, understand accrual accounting and how debits and credit work, credits work, I would, I would say you need to really drop this course. Yeah. This, however, I think that color accounting should be a, even before accounting 101 as a six hour intro leading into it. Cause if that happens, wow, we'll have more accountants in the world. Well, it, but, it, <laughs> I don't mean that. I, I, that was kind of, that was kind of uh, we would have, we would have better business people. Yeah. And, and better accountants and better business people. You're right. I mean, yeah. there's the, this actually just links me to the, the whole point of like, why, why do this? What's the kind of point? And it's like, there's a number of different things. You think about it. Color accounting is now in universities, right? We're still at the start of our journey there. Mm -hmm. but three universities in the UK, a handful in the US on MBA courses and so on. There's people coming through the system now that the only way they've been taught accounting is through the color accounting method and the color accounting way. That's phenomenal that that is starting to be out there, right? So, so yes, it can be used for, for, for accounting courses and for teaching people accounting. We're doing that. But yes, it can be used in business, right? Business owners who have got small or medium-sized businesses, most of them hate their finances and, and, and don't own their numbers. And they don't have powerful conversations around their finances or with their accountants. And that problem goes two ways, right? Because the accountants can't explain accounting, but because the business people haven't got any insight into how accounting works. Color accounting bridges that gap. And in the corporate world, you know, you don't have to be a business owner to need color accounting. You can be part of a huge organization. I've got clients that are FTSE 100, some of the biggest companies in the world. And we're in there working with their, could be their salespeople, their production people, their marketing people, because they've got they've got finance meetings too. They've got finance responsibilities too. And, and, and their finance meetings are often you know, the, the, the worst meetings I have each month. And one of my clients recently, I was, I was in there, and this guy was absolutely loving the color accounting course. He said, this is setting off fireworks in my head. Because suddenly he was able to understand all of those conversations that he'd been in, but not actually been in. Not been a part of a conversation. He'd just been a witness to a conversation and been lost. And... We're trying to level that playing field with color accounting, right? So that everybody can access that information and those conversations and own their financial lives around that. Oh, man, that be, I've been in financial conversations only as a witness. That is, you need to patent that. You need to trademark that or something. That, well, it that, happens, 
happened right here, right now, didn't it? So there we go. Right. So it, it's very organic. So we're already putting the TM on it, but that phrase that you just used is it, very powerful. Yeah. Because now you're part of the conversation, not just a witness to a conversation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, there it is. I, I got I got goosebumps. That's, that's, I can see you jumping up and down with them. It looks great. <laughs> oh man, that's but that that's exactly what it is. So so you've got these large uh, companies that you're going in and working with sales, marketing, and it goes back to something that you said that every department has a financial responsibility to the organization itself. Yeah, but every department might think they understand that but they've only been a witness to it. Yeah. Yeah. They've been watching from the sidelines rather than being able to contribute to those financial meetings properly because you don't understand the layout of a P&L and what it's telling you and what gross and net means. Most people are lost from the offset. A lot of people aren't going to admit that. And they don't ask questions in those meetings because they don't want to look stupid. Mm -hmm. And this is an interesting phenomenon, right? Or an interesting thing that it's it's almost a bit of an unidentified or an unrecognized need because most people are bluffing it. <laughs> yeah. And they don't want to admit that they're bluffing it. I mean, when people come on the course, they do go, oh, I know I'm bluffing it, so I want to stop bluffing it. But making that breakthrough to realize you're bluffing it in the first place is is the, the, the first step, right? Right. All right. Yeah. They, they, they've been they've been bluffing it. All right. And so just think about if they had a just a foundation of the understanding of the organization and how they contribute to the financial well being of that organization. Decisions will take a different course. Yeah. A better course. A better course. A better course. And, and so I, I used to be a banker back in the day. I used to be a commercial lender. And I would get bonuses on the amount of revenue mm. offline versus profitability. And I do know for a fact there's a handful of lenders who understood the game and would put a lot of revenue up here only at a loss. Yeah. Because that's where they're being incentivized. Uh, and this goes to, to, to bankers, this, to insurance companies, policies. And, and, and are the salespeople giving away the company? And, and, and I, I've got a friend, Ken Wentworth. He's uh, Mr. Biz. And he calls it the silent killer of business, of not pricing your products properly in order to generate a profit. Yeah, it's. I love that phrase. I've not heard that one, the silent killer. that. And it, it's it's embedded in the fact that a lot of people don't understand the finances or the economics of those transactions well enough to see the big picture, right? Uh, and and people need to understand the detail and the big picture to understand the business properly and truthfully and 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 deeply, right? And 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 color accounting is part of that journey of giving people that of giving that that understanding. The difference between margins and markups, right? The difference between revenue and the amount of money you actually make and the cash in the bank. All of these things are, are different but related. And to understand the business, you need to understand those relations. It is all about relationships. 
And another term that he, he uh, Ken Whitworth introduced me to is called the, uh, yes, is your balance sheet a fortress? Hmm. Okay, so I haven't have, heard that one. So explain yeah. that. Well, do you, how strong is your balance sheet? Can your balance sheet uh, take on a pandemic and you can come out on the other end? Or is your balance sheet weak and a pandemic comes into place or an economic downturn or something happens and next thing you know, you're out of business? Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. How strong? How strong is that balance sheet? And and this system, color accounting system, will put you in that fortress mindset. Yeah, totally. The fortress mindset, so you can withstand, understand, and stand up for yourself within that financial world. Totally. And there's a phrase I heard recently that that's just dropped into my mind. Have you heard of psychological safety? No, but. I can somewhat kind of understand what that means, but let me hear your yeah. definition. So it was it was some Google research and some Google work that they were looking into the performance of teams and the high-performing teams versus their not-so-high-performing teams. And they were trying to work out what made a team great. And they thought it was going to be the strength of the individuals in the team, that they've got the best scientist or the best coder or the best, um, you know, the best individuals on there with the knowledge. It's not about the individuals. It's about how the team performs and communicates and works together. And they identified five factors that, that underpinned their best performing teams. And number one, time and again, was this thing called psychological safety, which is this ability to admit you don't know things, mm. to admit your mistakes, and to always speak your mind and not be you know, accosted for being wrong or, or, or spoken down or to have complete security in whatever it is you're discussing. And it strikes me that when it comes to finance, most people don't have that psychological safety and teams therefore don't function and perform effectively around finance because they, they don't have that ability to communicate clearly. Wow, that was not the definition I was thinking of. That's a better definition than what I thought it was. But I, what was I, yours? What did you think? I, I mean, I, I just being safe, just you know, not taking risks, and, and you know, doing this is the way we've always done. Why did the accountant cross road? Because that's what they did last year. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that, that 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 Sally mentality, same as last year. Uh, that was where my mind was going, but you opened up another can, and, and I'm going to circle back with you on that because it raised another, something completely different outside the color accounting piece here. So as we begin to to, to wrap this up, you, you know, I wish you and I would just show just a little bit of passion towards this topic, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like we said, it's got an image problem, right? Dry, dull, technical, boring. No, color accounting is just the complete opposite, the complete opposite. It's about democratizing it. The problem with accounting is that it's become the privilege or the reserve of the few. And most people feel excluded from it. And we're trying to fix that so that everyone is included in it and everybody understands it. And, and, and doing that in a fun, interesting, engaging way, the world can be a better place. Absolutely. And um, I could, I, there's no way I could have said that any better. I mean, you hit. I mean, you, like I said, you've been doing this since 2013. You're in and out of organizations. You're in and out of different types of firms. You're in, in and out, and you're you're seeing that. When I did my first one at Westinghouse in January, 
when the, when this group of project managers and engineers when that that light bulb just went off like quickly it's like okay this is good i mean and you've seen a lot of light bulbs go off yeah and you know what something just a light bulb has come on for me too because i remember going on it was a it was a, actually it was a color accounting get together a while ago and we were trying to find an elevator pitch or, or a really neat way of just summarizing what you do. And the story that was given to us in that room was, was a supposedly famous line that someone described their job as when someone said, what do you do for your job? They said, I chase runaways. It's just this little tiny line that's supposed to catch interest and to give you something that makes you want to ask another question. What do you mean you catch runaways? What are runaways? And their role was they, they would go in and find big projects that were overspending and underperforming those are the runaways. Mm-hmm. They would go in there, identify those problem projects and fix them, right? right. By, by reorganizing the priorities or the, the business objectives or, or cutting the cost, whatever it was, mm-hmm. they'd go in and fix those problems. And so their little line was, I catch runaways. You have now just given me my line. I've been searching for it for six years and I, I've never found it. My line is now, I switch on light bulbs. Oh, I, I turn on the light bulbs. Yeah. yeah. Because that is what I do day in, day out. When I'm having those color accounting classes with people, people are doing what you just said. They go, oh, I get it. They're having light bulb moments all the way through the color accounting class because we're giving them access to stuff they didn't have access to before. And so that's now, I'm, that's, what, that's what I do. I, I turn the light bulbs on. <laughs> you know, sometimes you can't see the trees for the forest. Yeah, I have been using that analogy like for years and never thought about it in the way you just did. Yeah, and that's going to be my new line too. We yeah. all should use it. We switch yeah. on light bulbs. I switch on light bulbs. We switch on light bulbs. Yeah, and and I think the, the another aspect to it is take that uh, about witness to the conversation. There's something in there that can be brought down to a few words that would be another type of elevator tagline yeah yeah totally totally that's two things we need to patent then isn't it the the financial witnesses (laughs) (laughs) and uh and uh i switch on light bulbs i switch on light bulbs yeah man that's i like that yeah i like that too (laughs) i like that yeah well i dropped the pennies (laughs) you dropped the what i dropped the pennies because you make the pennies drop for people oh exactly yeah exactly is that a British uh, thing? Is that a British phrase, maybe? It, it might be. I, I, did you say, like, pennies, P-E-N-N-I-E-S? <laughs> yeah, be careful how you say it, Peter. <laughs> pennies. <laughs> like... <laughs> That's why I spelled it. <laughs> yeah, P-E-N-N-I-E-S, pennies. So, like, you have cents. You have cents yeah. and dimes and quarters. Yeah. 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 We have five pence, ten pence. Oh, and, pence. and when you have that, a light bulb moment, mm-hmm. a light bulb moment is also when the penny drops. <laughs> so I drop the pennies. <laughs> oh, my Lord. <laughs> oh, wait. That's, that's the funniest accounting thing I think I've heard. <laughs> yeah, this, this conversation right now. <laughs> Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, there's a job for your editing team right there. 
I don't want them to edit that out. I want people to. <laughs> well, Adam, I, I appreciate. Oh, I, I really appreciate the time. Uh, this has been an, an eye opening uh, conversation uh, with a lot of passion, a lot of truth. How can people find you? They know how to find me. How can people find you? Gosh, so great question. So I'm on adam.wilkinson at coloraccounting.net. People can always reach out to me on that email. At the moment, my, my web presence is just on our the, the www.coloraccounting.com site under sales partners. And I'm there on that page. Um, and Color Accounting as an organization is, is shifting and rebranding itself to, to Wealthfox. So soon we'll be on um wealthvox.com and and we'll have our, our our new brand and identity there and and you're in the new book that is just recently oh, been yeah at least i can't believe we didn't talk about that and that uh, new book is the joy of accounting so yeah peter frampton mark Ribilliard, our two founders have condensed and assimilated and combined all of this wealth of knowledge and all of these insights of color accounting and and got it all down in one final definitive beautiful book called the joy of accounting uh, and that's out there now in the world to help people get access to this i was lucky enough to be a, a, a content advisor on that book yes yes i i, I would i've been remiss if we didn't if i didn't bring up that book well i appreciate your time i know it's uh about four i think four o'clock there in the uk yeah. it's almost Tea happy time. hour <laughs> tea time. Yeah. No, the pools are closed. No happy hour. Just tea time. <laughs> Just tea time. Well, <laughs> thank you again. And uh, I, I look forward to our past crossing real, real soon. I can't wait. I can't wait to actually see you in person and have a beer at some point when the world permits us. Absolutely. We'll have maybe two. <laughs> maybe two. I can't thank Adam enough for giving up his time to discuss how everyone can learn accounting and finance in a way that empowers them instead of confuses them. If you've enjoyed today's episode, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast platform. Also, please subscribe to and share this podcast episode with a friend, with your manager, with the CFO, with the CEO, whoever could find value in listening to this discussion. I will conclude with an improv quote that's fitting for this interview. If everyone took an improv course, the world would be a better place. Now let's modify that a bit and say, if everyone took an accounting and finance fundamentals course, their financial world would be in a better place. Stay safe, be healthy. Like what you just heard, visit c-suiteradio.com. C-Suite Radio, turning the volume up on business. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.